The co-leader of the New Zealand Green Party, James Shaw, has announced he'll be stepping aside in March. We are very much a new caucus now, uh, moving into opposition again for the first time in six years, uh, and I feel it is, the time is right for, for a new co-leader to stand alongside Marama. He served as New Zealand's climate change minister for six years and as Green Party co-leader for almost nine. Pacific political commentator Thomas Wynne told Caleb Fotheringham James Shaw's legacy around climate change will be long-lasting in the region. I think James has been consistent in looking to amplify the Pacific voice and the impact of climate change for Pacific peoples. And for him, it was a key priority. I think one of the significant pieces of work was when the government co-sponsored and led by James Vanuatu, when they went to the ICJ, and of course the ICJ is in everybody's sort of uh, crosshairs at the moment, uh, where they co-sponsored Vanuatu, asking the question and clarification on other states' legal obligations in protecting the rights of places like the Pacific from climate change and the adverse effects of it. And what he did there was he really helped large ocean states have a voice against larger polluting countries and to get a UN legal opinion on it. You know, uh, I think of all the things that James has done, the mechanisms that he's utilised, that for me is one that's a real standout because he allowed Vanuatu to lead it and the government here at the time co-sponsored it. So that, that one sort of sticks out in my mind probably the most. And then, of course, at COP25 and you know, the different COPs, James went as the climate change minister. And I know friends of mine and colleagues that were working at the Moana Blue Pacific space, you know, always appreciated his support. And I think lastly, the Pacific countries especially wanted greater access to climate funding, climate adaptation funding. You know, many of these larger countries talk about green climate funding and the financing available, but often these countries do not have the skills to be able to access it and the cumbersome to do. And and James was really good at helping Pacific countries get a hold of that financing so they could do what they needed to do in their own country and self-determine for themselves what they needed to do to combat something that actually, you know, they hadn't precipitated. So I think that will go down for me. I think in the Pacific, you know, James was a friend to the Pacific and he practised what he preached. And I, you know, I think that's something that will be a legacy of his for us in the Pacific. Do you imagine Pacific leaders will be quite sad to see him go then? Yeah, I, I can imagine there's a sense of uncertainty now, you know, with James gone, you know, there were, you know, in the Pacific, everything is around relationship. And, you know, James had a good relationship with the, the nations in the Pacific. And I think locally, our younger Pacific voter uh, really leaned into the principles and the values of the Green Party. I know numbers of my, even my own children, uh, voted for the Greens, and there was something about their message that resonated with that younger uh, Pacific voter making their way through that maybe became disenfranchised or disillusioned with the other parties or the other main parties that Pacific people have generally, you know, leaned into. So I, I can see as the future goes on, you know, with James stepping out, the next person stepping in will be critical to really capture that Pacific voice and that Pacific vote in this next generation coming through this next election cycle. Do you think James Shaw will be 
you know, we've spoken in is he's primarily, it seems, known for sort of that climate change space. Do you think he'll be remembered for, for other things that he potentially did for Pacific peoples outside of that? No, I don't. I think actually this will be the area. And, and it really was unashamedly his focus. Um, you know, Madam had, uh, you know, the uh, domestic, the DV domestic violence, family violence space, and other, you know, parts of the Green Caucus had other uh, remits. But James was very clear about what he stood for, what he championed, and you know, if one is realistic, one can do one job really, really well, and Parliament can put you across a whole range of work. And sometimes you don't do it all well because your focus is somewhere else. But James was very clear about what he wanted to do and what his focus was. I think his legacy around climate change will will be long-lasting. Who do you think is going to be the next leader? Look, um, selfishly, uh, if I could say, look, I really think, and I am biased, I'm 100% biased, I just needed to admit my bias, but my cousin, Tiano Tuiono, I think would be an amazing leader uh, for the Greens. Uh, he's Pacific and Māori, and, mm. you know, he's... He has courage. He's spoken his truth in Parliament and outside. Um, he leads uh, from the back, and he just serves. So my pick, and I declare my bias, would definitely be Tiano. I think he would be an amazing co-leader to the Green Party and to partner with uh, you know the amazing work that Martin does. And I imagine if he is picked he can fill some of that Pacific gap that James Shaw could potentially leave behind with that climate space stuff that he's been so focused on? Yeah, look, I think it, I think it would send a very, very strong signal to the Pacific that the Green Party see the value in Pacific people within their, not just within their party, but within their leadership. And, you know, to have someone potentially like Tiano, you know, in the Pacific championing on behalf of the Pacific climate change uh, crisis um, would just be uh, something I know for Pacific people would really, really just support. Um, but ultimately, that decision with the Greens will be left to their members and not make the right decision.